The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey, what's up? I'm former Bills receiver Stevie Johnson and you listening to Nate and the fellas on the Circle in the Wagon podcast. It's only one way to roll. That's the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, let's go Buffalo. Hey, let's go Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. If you are in the western New York, central New York, or just New York State in general, make sure you drop by the DeLago Resort and Casino and uh, and check that out. It's going to be a crazy busy weekend, week, weekend this upcoming week. And we're going to go into uh, a bunch of different things in this episode. We're going to talk about um, schedule predictions. We're going to talk about uh, Bill's Super Bowl scenarios, and we're going to read some tweets from uh, from some of our followers on Twitter. So uh, without further ado, I am joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike, for the first time in a little while. Uh, it's good to have you guys back. John, I'll start with you. How, how, how are you? Be- are you psyched for the, for the Buffalo Bills season to be only a few days away? I am super excited. In just a few short days, the Bills are going to embark on an epic journey of the season they're gonna set so many kinds of records they're gonna it's just gonna be great they're gonna win the super bowl i can't wait this is like i think we all need to like take it take it in right like this is a momentous occasion where this could be the super bowl season you know it's not like going to be a surprise year if they win it this is going to be the year so like just kind of take it all in from start to finish remember how you were at this moment in time and just take a just a mental snapshot right just get right into it maybe you should um, start a diary <laughs> for posterity uh, just to be like go over my feelings and thoughts oh yeah well i feel like the podcast is kind of like our i think other people should start a diary for sure <laughs> i feel like our podcast is our vocal diary right what like would it our, take for you to start diary? a diary like you, I'm. I know you didn't during the global pandemic. Like once in a hundred year event, that didn't do it. 
you would think you would think the pandemic would have done would have kickstarted a lot of things in our lives. It, just, it did the, not. When the pandemic started, you guys were so excited. Ah, oh, you're gonna get in shape. <laughs> you're gonna learn to play the guitar. <laughs> you're gonna run a marathon. <laughs> you didn't do shit. <laughs> I didn't even binge all the shows I wanted to binge. What the hell did I do with my time? Yeah, two years. <laughs> I think I watched watch Rick and Morty again twice. But yeah, no, yeah, nothing. No guitar, that's for sure. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike, how have you been, man? Besides, besides, very judgmental about our uh, our uh, during post or during pandemic and post pandemic uh, lives. How's it going? It's going great. Good to be with you. Excited for this season, man. This is a, this is. I mean, last it feels like so. Like two years ago, the narrative was like, let's win a playoff game, and then last season was like, let's go to the Super Bowl, and like this season is like, okay, let's go to the Super Bowl and like let's win it because like in in totality the roster has only gotten better, especially with the addition of Von Miller to you know the roster, and if you think about it, like. uh you know, John, you brought up this great question, which we might get into it in a second, but um, like what was worse? What was the worst loss? The Music City Miracle or the 13 seconds lost to Kansas City this last year? And I mean, if you just think about that game specifically, if we have Tredavious White or Von Miller or both in that game, we win it, right? I mean, there's there's no question. Like that's easily the difference in the game. Or if they squib kicked it. <laughs> that, all right. Or if they squib kick it. Or if they cover Travis Kelsey. <laughs> or Tyreek Hill. <laughs> like, yeah, all those things, true. Uh, but, so, like, the, I feel like expectations are even higher this season. Am I wrong in saying that? Don't you guys feel like that? You get that vibe that this is this is the season, if there's going to be a season in recent memory? Well, wouldn't you guys agree that the, the, the loss to Casey was much worse? Like, it, because of... The Music City Miracle Recency? was just we were playing with house money, it felt like. Like, if we won that game, amazing. But we never thought, maybe in our wildest dreams, that you'd go to the Super Bowl and win. This, last year, it felt like a, once they were making that run and they scored that last <laughs> touchdown, it felt like a foregone conclusion. So the difference between the expectation and the hard reality is what really was the gut punch. Like, I didn't watch football again until the Super Bowl. Like, with the Music City Miracle, it's like, meh, that really sucks. But then we watch it again the next week right like this this season mm-hmm. is completely different because like the odd they're the odds on favorite to win which i don't think is we've truly allowed to sink in yet i think part of me thinks the music city miracle is worse only because it preceded the entire playoff it was unknowable at the time. So like unknowable at the time for sure so maybe in retrospect i'm taking that all into account for like the 18 years it's been built up so in my head i've i viewed as but you're right. That season, they probably weren't the Super Bowl favorite whatsoever. I don't think they ever were without Jim Kelly. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot different. But at the same time, like, like there, I think there are people that, and John alluded to this over text, like that. There's people that are convinced that we would have won the Super Bowl if we had made. And I don't, I don't know that for sure. But the Bills, up until that 13 seconds, man, they were a team of destiny with how they just throttled the pats in the first game and then the second game they made an unbelievable i mean it was it was one of the best playoff games ever 
um, they win that, I mean, maybe they have the momentum to go in. I don't know, but yeah, that one that one hurts. That one definitely hurts. It doesn't hurt me right now because I'm excited about this season. Um, I think, too, what we don't, don't talk about with Music City Miracle, like, we didn't really like Rob Johnson. I say we collectively, right? Like, <laughs> there was the huge controversy yeah. going into the game. Like, I'm currently wearing a Doug Flutie jersey. So, like, part of it was like, they, you freaking deserve it, front office. Wade Phillips, like, for 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 doing that. Like, if you can separate it. So, to me, like, the Bills now, it's much certainly behind Allen, coaching staff. Like, everyone is united, pulling in the same direction. Right. Here, here's a question. Yeah, here's a question for you. Um, you bring up the Rob Johnson, Doug Flutie thing. If the if the Titans had won that Super Bowl against the Rams, because they made it all the way to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs didn't even make it to the Super Bowl this past year, but the Titans made it all the way to the Super Bowl. They were like a one and a half yards away from winning it. If the Titans win that Super Bowl, we look at that and we're like, the that's a Bill Super Bowl. Like they would have easily won the next game after that or whatever. Like that's your Super Bowl. Like if if the Chiefs had won this last year, we'd have been like, that's our Super Bowl. Like that we would have won that had we had just taken care of the Chiefs, right? Like do you ever? I think I think that's kind of a sorted way to look at it. But I think that you could come to that conclusion, you know, in your head. And luckily, either neither one of them we have to. But the actual Titans made it to the Super Bowl. And maybe as a Bills fan, you'd be like, ah, oh, they would have made it that other yard. I mean. You can't compare apples to apples, but but it is indeed glorious. Kansas City did not win the Super Bowl. That kind of, that yes. lets us off the hook to a tremendous degree. Not yes. that the Bills wouldn't yes. have, because we think they would have, mm-hmm. but it would have been so much harder to swallow had Kansas City gone on to win. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of all the depressing things, no, now we're now we're really getting into the season where it's really exciting. Where I've I've moved past. I'm sure you guys have all have you know kind of put that stu- stuff that pain away from the Kansas City loss last year uh, for a moment, and we're solely focused on the 2022 season. Expectations are high. Um, there's a lot of question marks which we're going to get into, but like they could be even better than last season, or it could potentially be a small setback. We're going to talk about it, but let's start off with what we do. It's an annual tradition, unlike any other on the Circling the Wagons podcast and probably every other Bills podcast. By the way, I didn't mention this. This is our fifth season doing podcasts together, Mike, John, and I, from starting in what, like, what was it, my patio table in the backyard, or was it Mike's parents' table? I don't know what it was. The exact first one that we, the first one we recorded was on Mike's parents' table, and then the second one... I can't remember where we, it was just, it's just, it's all blur. Everything goes by so fast, <laughs> but, uh, do you guys remember what the first episode was, was about the bills? Is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks Mike. It was, it was in, it was July of 2017, five years ago. I had to do that math in my head. Training camp. It was, it was about training camp. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was, it was about a subject that OJ is Simpson. very, yes, yes, yes. OJ, the juice. I remember exactly because I felt so so happy about when I wrote that um, podcast title out was uh, the juice is loose dot 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 again. <laughs> I'm like this is this is gold. This is comedy gold right here. There's going to be a a million downloads and uh, there was not. So it's funny. I should re-release that one because when we joined Buffalo Rumblings, obviously we lost like the first year or so of our of our uh, episodes, but. But yeah, that was that was our first one. So this is our fifth season. Uh, we are, oddly enough, one of the longest fan-produced podcasts out there for the Buffalo Bills. 
probably one of the reasons why we were one of the first to join Buffalo Rumblings because there weren't a whole lot of people out there doing it along with us. And so this is cool, man. I'm glad to have you guys with us. Uh, if you're new to the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network or Circling the Wagons, um, Mike, John, and I have been friends for since high school, so following the Bills, we had season tickets together, uh, and we talk every every week. We do a recap of the Buffalo Bills every week, uh, usually when we can. Um, so this is going to be a, a fun season, man. I'm excited. You know, the first season, I remember, um, like we used to do so many. <laughs> what a caveat filled <laughs> minimization. Oh, every week we do it. Usually uh, when we can. Usually, <laughs> don't oversell it. That's like can't oversell it. Um, <laughs> the first season was was Sean McDermott was actually the end of the drought, which is so funny because I remember we used to use sound drops all the time in live productions, which were which were probably just terrible listening back to it. Now that I think about it, but like it was fun to do, and one of them I made up was like the the tank is on. Because like the bills, were, I thought the bills were going to be terrible that that season. I think we all kind of thought they were, and they ended up ending the drought. And you know, you went to the the Bills drought ender game, Mike. So or the uh, the Jacksonville, I'm sorry, the Jacksonville Jaguars playoff game. So uh, that's how we ended that season. It's probably pretty crazy looking back at it, but um, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is a season with high expectations. Um, we're going to start with the the schedule predictions. Um, before we get into the home opener, I'm sorry, the the season opener, this is kind of cool. The Bills, to my knowledge, and I can't remember the last time this has happened, always the first Thursday night game of the season is always the biggest game. It's on primetime. Everyone's watching. It usually involves a Super Bowl winner, and uh, this season is the Buffalo Bills playing the Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl winners. In Los Angeles, they'll be ho- hoisting the uh, banner up there in the LA Rams' new stadium. Um, it's going to be 8.20 p.m. kickoff on Thursday Night Football. This is a pretty cool event. Um, I'll have you guys guess real quick, Mike and John, uh, who is favored in that game and by how many points um, based on the DraftKings Sportsbook um, at DeLago. So let's see. Who should go first? I'll have Mike go first this time. Uh, it's who do you think's the favored team and by how many points? The Bills. Bills are favored, okay. Two and a half. I didn't say that's correct. Two and a half, okay. Okay, so Mike thinks the Bills are favored by two and a half. John? We's just going to say less. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good guess because I was going to probably say the same thing. Um, <laughs> so you're going to say 2.49? Three. three. Let's just do three. Oh. It's probably two. Wrong. It's two. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous <laughs> answer! I never thought you would do that. <laughs> it's like you wanted to lose that, John. I don't. <laughs> um, actually, Mike was a hundred percent right. Did you look up the odds before we got on, Mike? That was a hundred percent right. Bills by two and yes. a half. And the fact that John said it too, I was like, "Oh, John must have looked at it too." But then that last, <laughs> the last thing that you said on it makes me think, "Nah, John has no clue what's going on." Um, the Bills are favored by two and a half points over the, and the Los home Angeles team Rams. Gets three, right? That's great against the defending Super Bowl champions. Oh yeah, yep, yep. So this is yeah. Bills are favored by that. I mean, I'm gonna say just the Bills' addition by subtraction of one team the bills having von miller i mean that could be the difference in this game um 
Mm. I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go Bills in this game. Um, I think Matthew Stafford's been actually banged up during the preseason, so um, I don't think he, he's necessarily 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like that Super Bowl hangover. Like, those teams that actually, you know, they, they take a few games to get back into the groove. I mean, the Patriots always used to do it every season. They, they you know, go like 500 for like September and half of October, and then they go like 10-0, and 0, you know, um, down the stretch. So I'm going to say it's going to be an emotional night, but the Bills are going to be, the Bills are the ones with, the chip on their shoulder going into the night. And unlike, you know, most Thursday night games, this is the best one to have because you've had all preseason to prepare for it. And uh, I, I like the Bills' odds. I'm going to go with uh, the Bills on this one. John, what about you? Yeah, I mean, we just got done talking about how we thought if the Bills win against the Chiefs that they would win the Super Bowl against the Rams. And, you know, here we are. Two teams haven't changed all that much. Obviously, there have been a few changes. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to Buffalo. Mike, not that it matters. We're two two people, but do you agree? Obviously, the Bills two and a half point favors, so you think the Bills are going to win? Yeah, I think it's a great point. Addition by subtraction. So Bills get a tremendous pass rusher, which was their weakness last year, right? And then you take him away from the Rams. Awesome. Um, the question. Hopefully, the Bills can uh, convince Odell Beckham of their their Super Bowl win is a foregone conclusion, and they can get him for a late uh, season push. Yeah, the interesting pickup. Yeah, the, the the Rams do not have Odell Beckham right now. Another subtraction from he's that not team. signed. Like he's um, he's just nowhere, right? So, but maybe he'll be in the no, stands. No, and I think no because he got an ACL. What he tears ACL like the last week of the season or something like that. So he's he's. I mean, he might not be ready until, like you said, like the playoff push at the earliest, maybe um, last last month of the season, January maybe of next season. But yeah, of this season, but. Uh, I think a lot of this depends on how the pass. Maybe he'll attack, be Von you know, Miller's I mean, special guest on the Bills sideline. <laughs> Can you have special guests on the Bills sideline? Of course. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's like it's like having like Jack Nicholson on the LA Rams sideline, <laughs> like during the Laker games. Okay, all right, cool. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Rachel Bush always on the Bills sideline. Um, yeah, so we're all there, three and zero. Bills beating that one. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Bills uh, try to attack or defend against uh, good passing teams uh, without Tredavious White for the first, the minimum first four weeks because he starts the season off on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. Uh, so this is going to be one of the testing. This is going to be one of those games that actually test them. Um, the next game, not so much, but still a big game. Uh, the next game is Monday Night Football. Um, we have the Buffalo Bills playing against the Tennessee Titans in Buffalo on Monday Night Football, uh, which is nice because it gives the Bills a long, nice, you know, run between the Thursday night game, and the Monday night game. It's a long, it's a long stretch. That'd be a cool. That'd be a I cool think one the, to see to go to. That would be a really Monday good one. night, and it's it's earlier, right? Did I ever tell you the first game I went to? I think was a was when I went to UB. I was a freshman, and I think it was a Monday night football game against the Titans where the Bills won with Flutie as their quarterback, like 17-16, to 16, like right at the end of the game. So I think that was my first ever game. It was a Monday night football game. And I think it was a season opener, too. So those are cool moments. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but just, you know, 
Um, it would be a cool game to go to. I mean, you just stop. The Bills were, you know, a slip away from winning that game last season in Tennessee. Uh, I think the Bills have a better offensive line. I think they can defend Derrick Henry a little bit better. Uh, I think they win this one. Mike, I'll start with you this time. I think it's another win for us. What do you think? Yeah, a win, but one of the an early season test, I think. Um, not that the Rams wouldn't be, but I, I think those first two games will be a good barometer for how the season would go. But Monday night would be electric. That would be one we should Monday circle. night against a, a, a real yeah, good opponent. Monday night against. I was going to say Monday night against the number one seed in the AFC last season. So a huge game. I mean, imagine you knock off the Rams and the Titans in consecutive weeks. I mean, you were Super Bowl favorites already. You know, that's just going to, yeah. yeah. So that's a win for Mike, win for me, John. Loss, right? That's a win. Come on. Who do they got throwing the ball? And they lost their best receiver. That's true. I almost forgot about they that. They can even more on Derrick Henry. Like, And like you said, the defensive line is revamped. And you got Josh Allen, right? <laughs> Come on. Yes. Exactly, and you know that the Hallmark Stadium or Hallmark Stadium, Highmark Stadium, is going to be rocking that night. Like like Mike said, that that would be the game to go to. Um, it's going to be insane. It's going to be a great game to be there for. Uh, so two and zero we have uh, the next week. The Bills are playing one o'clock against the Dolphins in Miami. Uh, you know, as much as you know, Tyreek's a good wide receiver. It doesn't scare me that much. Uh, I, it's you know, wide receivers are one of those things where it's like it's so dependent on the quarterback getting them the ball. Like how it, I mean, it's it's like ninety percent of it, right? Like you could have the greatest receiver. I mean, look at Randy Moss all those years in Oakland. Like he was garbage until all of a sudden he goes to the Patriots and then he has twenty touchdowns in his first season. You know, like it's it's so dependent. So I don't know necessarily if he makes a difference for that for that team. I think they'll be a good team. I think they, they'll probably vie with the Patriots for second in the AFC East, but they're definitely not ready to beat the Bills yet. Uh, as I, that early in the season, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I know Mike's a big Tua apologist, so he's probably going to say they might have a chance there. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to say Bills win here, three and zero. Mike. Yeah, I think the Bills will handily take care of business uh, in Miami. I'm not. You're not yeah, going to bait Josh me, man. <laughs> Tua is not that bad. He was <laughs> injured. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, John, did you guys see? I mean, we haven't even talked about that that Tua throw to to Tyreek Hill that 60 yard throw, and people are like, "Oh my god!" Like that's the most amazing. It's like it was. They they weren't even covering that. They weren't even covering him. Like it was. He didn't even. Wasn't even in stride. Anyway, uh, John. Bills win. Allen owns the Dolphins. He does, in fact, own the Dolphins. Now, the next one's tough. The next one is against the Ravens in Baltimore at 1 o'clock. Week 4, um, man, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, I'm going to say the Bills still win this one. Um, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, I think that this is like it's crazy. I, I'm, when I say that, I mean just starting four and zero in general, and like three out of the four teams are pretty good teams. Um, the Ravens are always well coached, and the last time the Bills beat them was in Buffalo, but it was during a playoff game against Lamar Jackson. Even though he got concussed 
like halfway through the game. Uh, I got to go Buffalo on this one. I think the Ravens are a really good team, and they'll be in the playoffs. I just, I just see the Bills. I just see the Bills winning this one. I could see it. I could see it being a game that they lose if we we're talking about three or four games that they lose. Like this could be one that they drop, but I, th- I think they win this one, Mike. I think there's a couple of different ways of looking at it. You kind of alluded to it. Um, do we think they're going to have a perfect season? I don't know. It's for, it's it's unlikely considering the history of the league. So if if they're going to lose one or two in the regular season, like where are they going to lose them? And in a vacuum, I would say maybe like the Bills might win every one of these games, but it's a long season. Injuries mount up. Like the, the and if they're going to lose, maybe it's before Tre'Davious White comes back. That makes me think maybe it's against Baltimore. Or maybe it's against Kansas City two weeks later before the bye. But I'd love to see him go undefeated, and John will disagree that that I that maybe I don't think they will. But where are they going to lose any of these games? In my mind, it's the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Packers, or the Bengals. And uh, Tre'Davious White is so good and such a big part of the team. Does that give you pause for this game at all? To think maybe this is one. I, I if, think if you're looking at say fifteen and two. Would be an amazing season. Where are they losing two games? This might be one of them. Baltimore is another one of these run-heavy teams too. Like he'll, like, like, you know, White missed half of last season. They still had the number one defense. So it's not like I, I get that he's probably their best defensive player, but he's still they're very good still, even without White. Now they have Von Miller. Are they going to go undefeated? Yeah, John? you're looking. If you put on your well, rational, I mean, we're, only hats. On, we're only at we're only on week four here. I like if I, I agree with you. I think like Baltimore, this could be it could be the toughest game of the year for the Bills in the regular season. Uh, but I'm I'm going to mark it as a win. Assume, rate... I mean, if if Baltimore is healthy, it's it's going to be tough. But I don't I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. The Ravens had the 13th ranked passing offense for yardage, uh, and they had the third ranked rushing offense for yardage. So if you're worried about the Bills, the Bills had the first ranked offense or defense in you know, points for and yardage against. Um so but then again, the Ravens were without Lamar Jackson for like the second half of the season, right? Um I feel like Lamar Jackson uses a lot more of the middle of the field than his outside receivers, which is good for the Bills don't have Tredavious White, so they just need to concentrate on tight ends. I think I think the Bills have this one. I think they can shut down the run game. Um, was that J.K. Dobbins there, John? Yeah, and he's still like up in the air for week one at this point. I'm not sure by week four yet. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, speaking of injuries, we didn't even mention the fact that in week two, uh, the Titans are without one of their pass rushers, um, Harold Landry, who just went out, I believe, with an ACL tear. And then the, the uh, Dolphins are going to be without um, one of their corners, I believe it was... Uh, was it Byron Jones? I can't remember. Um, but one of their starting corners. So that might fall into I'll our lap Ravens, as well. I'll say the Ravens win. Ooh, man, I wasn't going to give up the Bills' first loss that quickly. I could see that one, though. In Baltimore? Hmm. There's been one undefeated team in NFL history. Man, when it you look at 40, a lot of the 40 other years teams... ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were you were mentioning like the other teams that scare you. We're going to get to the Chiefs, the Packers. I mean, you're talking about like two of those teams where like they lost their best receiver. Right. That's what's you know the Chiefs like 
we had them last year, and the Bills have gotten better. The Chiefs have gotten worse. That's what. And we beat the Chiefs in, in Kansas City in the regular season last year too. So it's not right. like good point. And the Bengals Scott to Harbaugh's me, it's a, right. like I think the Bills can beat the Bengals. Mm, I think the Bengals might have gotten better though overall. But so now, so now like we could be like so now look at Cincinnati right like let's say the Bills are fifteen and zero now they're resting starters and they lose to Cincinnati because they're you know playing for something you know what I mean like that could be I a think thing. the players would mm. push for the undefeated season personally. Oh yeah. yeah, especially if it's against the Patriots, and that's the one they need to do against. Oh yeah, yeah, go, oh, yeah. How, you're right. That would be tough to not do. Yeah, how sweet would that be to go 17 and 0 and to drop that 17, uh, and which which has only been done once, right? Because the Dolphins, when they were undefeated in that season, they went 14 and 0, and then you have to win three games, including the Super Bowl. So that's 17 and 0, right? So this would be the first time since then the team has gone 17 and 0. So, do we even need to keep doing the schedule? I feel like we've kind of discussed it. Yeah, I, I think, think we're good. Seventeen I, and all. Let's think, go. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. I mean, because like a lot of these games, like the the Packers in Buffalo, like so. So the next game is the Steelers, which you know, without Ben Roethlisberger, even with Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, if not for like a terrible uh, game plan opening week last season, I think the Bills win that game. You know. And Matt Hawk and <laughs> like everything else that went terribly wrong. Uh, I mean, they're a well-coached team, but I think the Bills can win that one in Kansas City the week after. We just mentioned that one. And then it's a bye week, so you get a bye week before you play Green Bay at home and Sunday Night Football. Like uh, that'd be a cool one to Jets. go to too. Day before Halloween, we could all dress up. Do you want to go? John could wear his furry costume. You want that costume. to be the game we go to? <laughs> Is John a furry? <laughs> I always pictured John as a brony. Do bronies have costumes? Uh, oh yeah, no, probably not. They just like them. It's like we could get a little pony. Okay, we could put it. Maybe he's a furry. That's a brony. His, like Bill's helmet. Ooh. <laughs> I think Twenty Six Shirt came up with a brony shirt, a buffalo brony <laughs> shirt. A brony nice. for my my little buffalo. Yeah. He's like little fans pony. of My Little Pony. Yeah. Oh. John, don't, John, don't act like this is the first time you've heard of it. Acting, <laughs> feigning uh, ignorance. Oh, is my, that? <laughs> my, my kids like My Little Pony. <laughs> but you forbid uh, them to play with your collection. <laughs> uh, what's the strangest collection you've ever seen an adult have of anything that like is collect collection worthy, like one of one of my wife's friends' father was like big into the movie Cars, right? The Disney movie Cars, and he like, which is fine. Like people, you know, you collect uh, you know toy cars or whatever. Except like he had like all of them, like and he didn't let kids play with them. <laughs> like he would have like you know like 10 different versions of Lightning McQueen, like, and every, and like, I think he actually, like, had, like, Radiator Springs, like, set up in his, he had a room, I think, that was just dedicated to, like, this, this Cars collection, which is, which isn't crazy, but when you think about, like, a 70-year-old man having this thing, like, like, I have a guy across the way who, who does, um, train, he does train collection, like, you know, those electrical trains that run on tracks and stuff, so like he does his entire basement is devoted to that. But in my head I'm like, oh, like well that's 
you know, that's something you grew up with. That's something, but like Cars is just like a kid's movie, you know? Like to me, that seems a little bit odder. Do you guys have anything like that? I just Googled it and read it. What is a weird collection that you have? And the top one is pubic hairs from strangers collected from toilet seats. <laughs> God. Like... I think that wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I'm so glad to have you guys back for this episode. Always always the most in-depth analysis. I Do you have one that's not disgusting? Because I was thinking that, just... That was posted by John Gobills. <laughs> John J.B. Gobills. <laughs> and whatever John's uh, birthday is number. <laughs> 920. Uh, so... <laughs> um. If there is a game that we're going to go to, I think I like the idea of like going to the Sunday night football game, the 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 Packers game. That would be an amazing game to go to. Let's keep that let's keep that one in mind for us. So we haven't gone do, to do, a, do a people Bills like game give altogether. us tickets? <laughs> I would I'd like to find out. <laughs> uh, maybe um, no. some subscribers like to hang out with us and gift us some tickets. Oh, they just have three tickets? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and food. tell them. Uh, and food. <laughs> of course, if we're gonna tailgate with you in your spot, you should definitely have food available for us. And then also, like, if you the better the seats, you know, the more likelihood that we'll hang out with you because, like, we kind of had a, what it, exquisite taste when it comes to seats. We do. I thought <laughs> we, we just wanted to get inside. We, <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> John, tell. So before you got on, Mike, we we're just talking about. Um, when we had season tickets, and John, tell tell Mike because you were looking at prices for tickets. This so tell him that the difference of like the tickets you saw for the Steelers game pricing wise, and then the amount of money that we paid for season tickets when we had them all together a, f- a few years ago. Yeah, we we're looking. Yeah, we we're just, like a couple nights ago. We we're just kind of looking at some random games like Pittsburgh and seeing like how much tickets were, and it's like you know three hundred plus dollars, huh. and it's like crazy and it's like were those the most expensive ones or those were just the cheapest ones or just I think just, a, just a general mm-hmm. number and I think like, you know we look ahead to like December the Jets would be like 40 bucks I'm like alright let's do that and everybody's like now nah, it'll be too cold mm-hmm. like, what <laughs> but like so like I look back like when we had season tickets it was like $270 for the whole season wow that's, that's and we hemmed and hawed over that. Like, should we? Shouldn't we? <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> We're like, that's a lot of money, man. It's a lot no, of money to put because of there's parking and the food and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Was that was that too when they had uh, one game in Toronto also? Or that was, was that bef- after? Before? I think after? It was before? Oh, jeez. Wow. I think it was oh seven. Was that we? Oh, John, we, you don't we, have to give the date. You don't. Have to we had a cup. We had them a couple different years, right? <laughs> I think we only had them one year altogether. I think you had them another season after that with some other friends, which you continue to bring up as if we were those friends. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you, Mike, did I ever tell you I was at a bar with John and uh, 
we were talking about tickets once and he's like dude he's like i had the most amazing tickets ever for a bills game he's like we are club seats he's like we're under the you know the cover we we had our own bathrooms we could get our own bar to get drinks i was like oh cool like mind you i went to i brought him to that game so i was like oh cool like who'd you go with in that game that sounds like an amazing time like he like and he's just like huh he's like trying to think and then you could see like the light turned on in his head because he looked at me and his <laughs> eyes just opened wide. <laughs> oh, did you take me to thick? Yes, yes, I Wait, did. Wait, what yes, the hell was I, I doing? <laughs> I don't have that conversation whatsoever. You were, you were living in a different state then. so. And John John was... <laughs> I don't know. I will invite a John. <laughs> I don't have to invite you to everything, my God. <laughs> Um so yeah. It's so a seventeen and 0, 17 and 0. Um could you like you I'm glad you, you guys finally agree with me after all these years. Seventeen and 0. Well now they Thank potentially mm-hmm. whatever. Like so if you guys get into the club seats and I just got a, a bottom of the barrel ticket, could you have then let me in? I don't think you're allowed into I think you have to go through a special gate of like ticket taker. And you right. can't leave once like you go this in. Is, uh, I don't know if you can't leave. So you you oh, yeah, two go point, in, then I can and just then take... you take John's ticket and walk out, and then give me John's ticket, and then we go in. Yeah, that would be ideal, right? Because then I could just bring, you could just hang out in the lounge area, or just come into. There's there's definitely seats open, right? Like there's everywhere you go, there's always a few mm-hmm. seats open, right? So I just hang around the food. Yeah. Are you? How come it has to be us to take you in? Why don't you buy the ticket? <laughs> no, I mean hypothetically, like, free t- ten years ago when you're that you're this event that you're rubbing in my face. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> John, it was a good time, right? Like I can't imagine. <laughs> it was a very unique experience. <laughs> it was it was it was fan experience. Yeah, a fan experience unlike any other. Um, but it was a preseason game too, just so oh. you know. So it wasn't like. Yeah, no, I feel yeah, way so. why was John going on and on about a preseason game? You know, he just about how good the oh. seats were. He wasn't saying the game was amazing. Gotcha. He was just like, man, he's like, it was nice. Like, this is, I was like, yeah, remember that one time I got his tickets for uh, what I thought were club seats Yeah, <laughs> on eBay? Yeah. So, so, John, you don't know this story. We're just going to tell stories this entire podcast. We're not actually going to preview this season. Um, what a And letdown. I went... I got there was a way to get four tickets, so I invited my my sister and brother in law and Mike, and it was like it's probably like around the time we had season tickets, around a year or two before or after, and I was like, dude, like I found these tickets on eBay. They're like one hundred and fifty dollars for club level seats. Like this is this is insane. Like we're gonna get food, we're gonna get this, like that. Like this is gonna be great. And everyone's like, we're in. Like they were just like, let's do it. One hundred fifty bucks can't beat it. So Nate, are we worried they're gonna go quick? It's such an amazing deal. Yes. Yes, they're going to go right now if I don't pull the trigger as soon as I thumb this text out. <laughs> like, fine, we'll pay 150 bucks. Sure, 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 whatever. It's it's worth it. I mean, geez, it was almost half the amount of season ticket costs at that, right? But you know you're going to a great game. You know you're going to get food, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was no free food. <laughs> It wasn't even it wasn't even in the club section because you have to pay attention because club level are just at the same two hundred level, but there's like ten sections that are like the same level as club seats, but definitely do not have any of the amenities. So like there was no food and there was no club level. It was literally just like, oh hey, I could see the club 
the people sitting in the club seats over there. And it was the biggest waste of money. So, yeah, that's my story. Sorry about that, Mike, for the 10th time since it happened. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't invite me to that one. <laughs> yeah, you saved 150 bucks that day, that week. Um, man, I sold it, too. That made me think, like, maybe I should go into sales if I sold you guys on that one that quickly. Jeez. Uh, so so let's go. So we, we mentioned Bill's going 17-0. and 0. Let's go into the scenario. Okay, the Bills win the Super Bowl if X happens, or Bills don't win the Super Bowl if X happens. By the way, that was a scheduled predictions brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Wait, um, are we done? I'm going to predictions. Yeah, did you want to keep going? I felt like we kind of wrapped it up. Well, what's the final summary? The final win loss. Um, we were going to go 17 and 0, unless you wanted to keep going because, I mean, you saw the Ravens. John and I had the Bills being the Ravens. You had them losing. So um, that was the only one I think that we would have been controversial over. Which one do you think that they might have lost? We so you're talk legit going to say they're they're going undefeated? No, there's going to be games that they lose. But, like, there will be – I think that there's going to be a – but, like, we kind of mentioned, like, all the, all the teams that scare us just kind of lost some big major pieces, right? Like the Rams lost Von Miller, you know, it's – um, the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. The Steelers have like either a, I think they have a rookie quarterback starting. You know, like the Green Bay Packers are minus Devontae Adams. Um, you know, do the Vikings scare you? The Browns scare you? Um, Deshaun Watson won't be playing in that game. So, you know, then it's the Lions and then the Patriots. And the Patriots, I don't know, unless it's another blizzard where the Bills have to run the ball and the, all the Patriots can do is run the ball. Then maybe, but I mean, the Bills were. Uh, let's let's go into that right now. Okay, okay. So, um, the Bills win the Super Bowl if X happens. The Bills don't win the Super Bowl if X happens. I'll say fourteen uh, and three so, uh, for the final. Excuse me. Fourteen yeah. and three for the final. I mean, I'm thinking if I'm realistic, fourteen and three for sure. Um, but I'll, I'm going to look through all of these and I'll say like win if if I had to go head to head win. I think the Bills are going to be favored for all of these games. So, fourteen and three sounds about right. The fourteen and three, maybe thirteen and four, but a lot of things would have to happen. Like, what would be the worst versus the best? Right? Like, give a range. Would thirteen and four be the worst that they will do? Seventeen zero being the best. I think it's it's inexorably linked to Josh Allen's health. Right? He could get knocked out week one, and it's a completely different season. Or he could have an MVP level season play every snap and go undefeated but they're so dependent on him in my mind yeah yeah definitely i mean the bills were 11 and 6 last season and of those six losses five of them were determined by a touchdown or less so i mean you're talking a slip in the titans game you know the jacksonville jaguars like debacle like a couple of those games go normally they have the number one seed in the afc and i think the beginning of the season scares me more just because it will be without tredavious white i mean he can come back to practice after week four it doesn't mean he'll be back by week five you know like he might not be back till a week i forget how many weeks he gets to practice before he has to go back on in, he has to go on injured reserve, but um, I mean, none of those passing offenses. Cooper Cup kind of scares me, but again, he's a slot receiver, so Tre'Davious White wouldn't even play him. Um, 
I think worst case scenario is like worst case scenario I think is 12 and 5. Absolute worst case scenario. That's like a loss from the Bengals, a loss from the uh Ravens, a loss from the Chiefs, a loss from the Packers, a loss from the Titans or Rams, you know. Like they basically lose all the tough games, right? Or they win or they go 500 in the tough games and they lose a couple of like Jacksonville Jaguars like games against like the Dolphins or like the Patriots, right? Maybe even maybe even like the Minnesota Vikings. But the Vikings are coming here, so I'm not even as worried about them. Um I wonder what the the over under is on the Bills record this season. Wouldn't you like to know that? I will look at the uh DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. They're a plus six hundred to win the Super Bowl. They still have the best odds to win the Super Bowl. The Bills are at eleven and a half. So that seems to me like we should bet our entire four hundred one Ks and go YOLO on it, right? I'm in. Like, doesn't that seem like last year it was eleven? And I know because we bet it <laughs> and we just pushed it. But how many bad? How many things had to go wrong for them to get to that point, right? There's no team above eleven. Actually, the Buccaneers are the only other ones that are eleven and a half. Okay. You know, Tom Brady was away from the team for a while, right? I did hear that. Why do you think that is? Plastic surgery. Oh yeah, it's how getting old, man. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. Um, do you think anyone would care? I mean, who cares? I don't know. It's such a weird group. He doesn't run with the same crew of like Brett Favre or like Peyton Manning and those. Like he's on another level of celebrity. So you probably have to look like you're 20 when you're 44 or whatever still in that run. But um, plastic surgery is just the cover for him cheating. All right, all right. <laughs> I, would you would you like to elaborate? It's kind of a non sequitur, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, he stepped away so he could do some cheating activities oh, for the upcoming season. Oh, gotcha. Something we don't know of. Not not the whole dolphin situation or anything like that. Okay. I mean, it's one thing after another. That's right? true. It's, it's, what the, it is. There's never been a better cheater than Tom Brady, that's for sure. And probably any other sport. Um, so, yeah, 11 and a half. Wasn't Tom Brady wins. basically involved in all three um, forfeited first-round draft picks in NFL history? Kind of ridiculous. Is he? Is that a stat? Mm-hmm. It's an impressive stat. Because in 2008, right, they, the Patriots were illegal videotaping. They lost the first-round pick for that. And then in 2016... He was deflating the footballs in the in the AFC Championship game uh, a couple of years prior, allegedly. Yeah, and then the the whole Dolphins fiasco, where he was going to come in and take be a partial owner and be the quarterback. It's like in NFL history, it's happened three times. He's been involved in all three. So you guys still hate Tom Brady? I don't hate him as no, much, but I'd be friends I... with him. <laughs> He's a winner. <laughs> I mean, he's not as bad as Bon Jovi, I guess. <laughs> Dude, I, speaking of speaking of Tom Brady, he's married to Giselle. Everyone knows that. I didn't realize that she dated uh, Leo DiCaprio till till she turned twenty five. <laughs> well, that's like, kind of these, these... You didn't have to say until she turned twenty five. <laughs> yeah, that's that goes without saying. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the Bills win the Super Bowl if, <laughs> if Leo DiCaprio, no, the Bills win the Super Bowl if, um, this is, the, I'm going to start this one. Okay. The, 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 this is how I say that the Bills win the Super Bowl if X happens, okay? <laughs> the Bills win the Super Bowl if the interior offensive line stays healthy. The Bills have, I th- I'd say like a, an above average group of starters at the offensive line. When you think about uh, Deion Dawkins, uh, Roger Saffold, the free agent acquisition at guard, Mitch Boris, their starting center, who's been a, been a really good starter there. Uh, then Ryan Bates, the our found money, right? Like from last season, he starts after a bunch of injuries. All of a sudden, you know, the Bills have a solidified offensive line with him at guard. Um, and then you have uh, Spencer Brown, at least penciled in right now at right tackle, and you have a pretty good offensive line. Um, what scares me is I think the tackles have decent um, depth, okay depth, uh, but the interior is just going to be it's going to be a shit show. If 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 somebody goes down, if Mitch Morse goes down within the season, I think the Bills could potentially go on a slide. If it's I mean, if someone has to take over for Ryan, Ryan Bates would move to center, then someone else would take over for Ryan Bates, and he'd be an inferior choice. Uh, much more inferior, in my opinion, than what they have. I don't know. It it scares me. I think Aaron Cromer is a good offensive court or offensive line coach, um, so I'm sure he's coaching up these guys better than Bobby Johnson would have. Uh, but I'm worried that if one if there's a if there's a major injury where they lose like a guy for a season in that realm specifically. Now this is not like the obvious like oh if Josh Allen goes down, well, of course if Josh Allen goes down, the Bills don't go to the Super Bowl. Uh, but um, I think I think right around that point i'd say the interior offensive line because like when when tredavious white comes back i mean you have pretty good depth at cornerback it's just until he comes back it's kind of iffy but it gets really iffy if the bills lose uh guard depth and that's nothing new the bills have had pretty crappy guard depth for the last couple of years so uh that's nothing new so i think the bills um win the super bowl if the interior offensive line stays healthy in my opinion John, I'll go with you next. Uh, what is the scenario if or the Bills win the Super Bowl if this happens or the Bills do not win the Super Bowl if X happens? I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to go with that one that you said was too easy with the Josh Allen thing. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to still go with that or do you have something better? I don't have anything better than that. <laughs> okay, all right. Going on to Mike. Mike, I agree the Bills with John. win it's the not, Super it's, Bowl. It's, I think... The quarterback is the most position, most important position in any any sport, right? As the quarterback goes, so the team goes. And we always say, like, the quarterback gets too much credit when they win, too little credit when they well, – we say something. <laughs> There's a thing we always say all the time. I just can't remember what it is. <laughs> they get too much credit when things go well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but is in – in the NFL is the Bills' success. You could argue McDermott, like we love McDermott and Bean, but 
their success is largely a function of uh, Josh. Josh, it, it closely tracks to the trajectory of Josh Allen's career. Like when he made impressive leaps forward, so did the Bills. So it's it's the Bills go as Josh Allen goes to parrot John's point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's that makes sense. Um, I Just think too I think the Bills for you. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, if I was asking my six-year-old that same question, I would expect that answer. But no, I <laughs> no, it's not too simplistic. It makes sense. Um, I think I think that there's just like a lot of we we mentioned like potential of seventeen and zero, right? Like there's a lot of things that if they go wrong, like including Josh Allen for sure. If Josh Allen, um, which we don't expect him to take a step back. If he takes a step back, that's a bad thing. If 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 for some reason you know under new coordinator like Ken Dorsey, like the passing game, like takes a step back, I don't think the Bills win the Super Bowl. Um, he's he like Ken Dorsey being the offensive coordinator is just such a such an X factor in all of this that sometimes we assume that he'll be better than Brian Dable. But what if he's not? I mean, he was a passing game coordinator last season. The passing game was really good, but. Um, He's never done this before. I mean, he's a rookie as an offensive coordinator. Like, this is – it could be one of two ways. It could stay the same, and they can go just as well. It could take a step back, which would be detrimental. But it could take a, take a step forward and launch them, like, past where they were last season, which would be huge, you know. No, worst case, Allen just audibles out of the play and changes something else. Something better. <laughs> uh, so we have Josh Allen, interior offensive line. Um, I think if the Bills get the number one seed this season, I think they win the, the Super Bowl. They've never had the number one seed since uh, the playoffs. You know, have gone to a seventeen game. Or, I'm sorry, the NFL has gone to a seventeen game season. They get a number one seed. I could easily see them just going, you know, two games to get into the Super Bowl. Right? Like that's the best case scenario. And they're two home games. Like that's that's an easy path, in my opinion. Bringing the Bengals here, or the Chiefs here, or the Broncos here, or the Chargers here, whoever it is, you make them play in Buffalo as a number one seed. I think that's an easy path to the Super Bowl. Not an easy path, but it's much more logical. So I have mine is if uh, interior offensive line stays healthy. If the Bills get the number one seed um, in the playoffs, which again the Bills were one in six or one in five games or one in six rather, sorry, in close games, games to decided by a touchdown or less. And then you also have to mention, I mean, we talked about the chiefs losing Tyreek Hill. We talked about, you know, and then the AFC West just got Russell Wilson. I mean, between Justin Herbert and the chargers between, you know, uh, Derek Carr and Devonte Adams and the Raiders. I mean, the AFC West is going to cannibalize itself. So the odds of an, a number one seed coming out of that com or that division just seems less likely you know what i mean and and then i think the bills like one of the snares where the bills don't win the super bowl if if the pass rush isn't as good uh as we hoped it would be i mean this is a, a totally revamped offense or defensive line we do have von miller uh ed oliver i think is poised to take the next step uh greg rousseau is poised to take the next step they have like a myriad of defensive tackles to go alongside <laughs> dude think about your work oliver your manager they're probably always like, oh, Nate's going to take the next step. <laughs> what does Nate think? No, Nate's like, oh, let me just coast. <laughs> the scouting report on Nate is not like, not Dude, living up to that scouting report. Now all the rage is quiet quitting. You, We we were quiet quitting 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's quiet quitting again? It's like when you stop trying to excel. <laughs> it's when you're like, meh, oh. I'm good. <laughs> 
It's coasting. Uh, it's just coasting. a new name. <laughs> you're like quitting, but you're not actually telling anyone about it. You just coast until like they <laughs> they figure it out, and they're just like, yeah, yeah. You're not going above and beyond to give the corporation every last penny. <laughs> well, we were so dumb being younger. We're like, oh, like, let's try really hard. Let's show them that we can take you on know, more responsibility for take no our... more work for no more for no more work. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make me look good, and really, we've just been making our managers look good for the last fifteen years. <laughs> They've been getting bonus upon bonus upon bonus of off our <laughs> off our backs. <laughs> God, we don't even need to give Nate a big raise or anything like that. We just we just keep throwing work at him. He just takes it, <laughs> does it, doesn't expect anything in return. <laughs> uh, I, they they never think they never think like, oh, Mike's a good employee. They just think I'm a really good manager <laughs> for being able to squeeze that out of Mike <laughs> and John. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh. Uh, friend of mine in buffalo got a got a, a a cool like uh positional level upgrade he got like he got promoted essentially positional I, level upgrade Positional level wow. upgrade i couldn't think of the word <laughs> office uh, but he said like oh i went from this to this i'm like oh that's awesome like congratulations that sounds so much more impressive i was like that's cool they probably gave you a raise he's like nah not really <laughs> like they just he's like oh like why would i uh, that doesn't sound nearly as fun because <laughs> mm. I remember being at a job once where I was like, hey, I think I should be this next level up. And they're like, hey, is it a matter of like just being the next title or is it like the money? And I'm like, uh, both. <laughs> like I want to be yeah. like known as like I want the status and the money to go with it. Uh, or I'll just take the money. I'll say a level one of whatever I'll stay if I can make, you know, $500,000. I'll do that any day of the week. I'll be a junior level for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, no one cares. Remember the story about the Civil War where, like, they had to tell Lincoln some bad news? Like, uh, Mr. President, like, uh, we lost, you know, in this battle, we lost 50 colonels and friggin' 50 horses. And he's like, ah, oh, mother. <laughs> 50, we lost 50 horses? And they're like, you did did you hear us like we lost 50 colonels too and he's like i don't give, like i can wave my hand and make 50 more colonels like that doesn't matter i'm like your horses like illustrating your point like position is bullshit <laughs> i can't see abe lincoln saying whatever you just said god <laughs> oh mary mother of god <laughs> Uh, oh, you're yeah. gonna go back and t give your friend some better counsel. Yeah, I'm gonna hopefully tell him to quiet quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I thought quiet quitting was something of the effect of like people are just leaving their jobs for other jobs, but the great resignation. Mm. But it's like you quit in your mind, just like everyone does at like one o'clock or two o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> like everyone's everyone's quiet quit by then. Nothing new after um, two. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Yep. <laughs> Mike's favorite line. Nothing new after two. <laughs> I learned so it we from got watching some you. That's, that's some, um, <laughs> like that egg commercial, right? That don't do drugs. Was It wasn't the specific egg commercial. It was the specific, like, um, the father. Classic, like, 80s oh, yeah, or 90s yeah, yeah, yeah. father with the mustache. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, hey, 
<laughs> comes into what his kid's this? room. Hey, what is this? <laughs> uh, where'd you learn to do this? Who would ever ask that question, by the way? Who would you learn to do this? Like, it's like, who cares? <laughs> I can just see you do it. But then it's just like, where'd you learn to do this? You just open yourself up. It's the only question you don't ask. <laughs> If you're the one doing the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Like embezzling, right? Like (laughs) manager's like, where'd you learn to embezzle? (laughs) Where'd you learn to steal millions from this company? (laughs) Instead he'd be like, We caught you stealing millions from that, you're going down. (laughs) You're you're taking the fall, Mike. (laughs) Um so the Bills won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Uh, <laughs> you'd be judgmental. If that would ever happen to me, I'd be like, man, I hope you didn't learn it from watching me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I, I, he must have seen you do it. <laughs> like, I learned it from watching you. Oh, yeah, the other night. Yeah, I remember. I was doing it right in front of you. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Andrew Pagano writes, um, the Bills win the Super Bowl if the cornerback play starts at an adequate level and grows to excellent. Also, the run game is capable of battling light boxes. Now, I have a theory, you guys, about the Bills season, okay? So, um, one thing that the Bills preseason taught us, and there's not a lot to, to take from the, from the preseason, right? I mean, it's all within a grain of salt, but the Bills run game all what? actually looked it's they can take it with okay. a grain of salt, right? Like I thought you said within the grain of salt. <laughs> no, I knew that you were ready to jump on no me for that. Sense. I knew I didn't get it wrong either. Mike Oh, you didn't enunciate it the right. The king of semantics. Okay. I I apologize for my enunciation, I guess. You could, you have that on me. But uh with a grain of salt. It's, it appears that the Bills run game actually exists. So unlike past seasons, the Bills really couldn't get it going. Uh Last season, they were ranked 13th in the NFL in yards uh, rushing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. The Bills were ranked 7th or 6th in yards. Of course, a lot of that came from Josh Allen and the Bills rushing offense. But uh, I could see a scenario. Let me know what you guys think about this. Where Josh Allen had 4,400 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, passing touchdowns. If the Bills' run game can actually get going this season, couldn't you see it like actually either staying the same or getting slightly less and the Bills still winning, you know, 13, 14 or more games? I could see that being a definite possibility if the Bills' run game can get going because ideally, you know, you would take the ball, not take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands, but if you didn't even have to have him pass it, why would you, right? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is to help close out some of these games with with running so they can run off the clock. Um, like you said before, they had a lot of games that like ended with like one scores. If if they were able to run it a little bit more, run some of that clock so the other team didn't get another opportunity, that might have helped a lot. So this is kind of goes with Andrew's point, like the run game capable of battling light boxes. For sure, I like that one. You know, I put it up to Twitter, like, the Bills win the Super Bowl if, and then people were like, oh, you know, if they win all their playoff games, or we were in, you know, we score more points than the other team. It's like, okay. <laughs> Everyone's a comedian. Now, now, Original Hatriot, which is Mark, which we've had on the podcast, because he won the uh, Buffalo Rumblings uh, 
Pick'em League, which is starting again this season on CBS Sports. Uh, check out or message Anthony Marino, Anthony Marino. I think it might even be his pinned tweet um, from Buffalo Rumblings, and you can sign up there. You just have to make a small donation to the American Cancer Society. And uh, he had a really good point. He says, Lady Luck and Fates, and the Fates are into the Bills. Favorites still don't win without a bit of help. And I think last season kind of brought up like the theory of of like how important luck really is at the end of the season because we hadn't been that deep for a while, you know, past the last couple of seasons and like how much luck did it take for us for for the Bills to lose when they did lose uh you know, I'm I'm thinking even like the Houston Texans game where you know the you know uh, Taron Johnson and and Matt Milano are about to sack Deshaun Watson, he scrambles out of it, throws like a 20-yard pass to Taiwan Jones on fourth down, and they, they end up kicking a field goal to win it, right? Remember the referees that wore all black that game to deny the Bills that touchdown that they had in the end zone on the kickoff? Like, how many things have to go wrong for you to, like, win or lose or go right for you to win, go wrong for you to lose? Uh, I feel like luck is just kind of underrated and just no one thinks of it. I think the Bills, to win this season, that's a good one. Luck. I didn't know we were allowed to say luck. <laughs> You're like, I just went with Josh Allen. I thought that was... <laughs> um, Isn't that a large part of what makes uh, football luck? maybe Wouldn't one you of agree? the... Maybe, not maybe, but the most popular sport in America? Like single elimination tournament where anybody can win. Like any given Sunday, anything can happen. Um, whereas baseball, right? There's way too many games. Basketball, there's way too many games. The finals, the Super Bowl is like one moment in time where anything can happen. Whereas with other sports, you have a much larger sample size. And I think that successfully removes some of the luck, right? And in the NBA or the World Series, like you have seven games, whereas a fluke bounce or an off night, like those mistakes can be overcome and forgive whereas in the Super Bowl that that's you can't. I think that makes people tune in because anything can happen. Yeah, hundred percent. I th- I think that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. You're an injury away or you know, a Ronnie Harmon tip off the fingers away from getting to the next round. Yeah. The mistakes the mistakes are just Everything's compounded for sure. Compounded. Thank you. Um, John, I'm sure you agree with that statement, right? I think Mike brings up a good point. Luck being a huge, a huge factor, which you you just don't necessarily normally think of, and and that reason for that reason, specific reason, it's single elimination for everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like and like you, you can have a bad team that like because the, the the other thing too is the whole season is only. 16, 17 games, whereas the whole season for another sport is so much longer. So it's not even just the series, but it's the whole season. So like one or two games is a huge, can be a huge swing. And this season just feels like it's that much more important in general because it's before Josh Allen's salary cap really goes up to the next level where it's over $40 million a year. I mean, it's 20-something at this point, 21 or something at that point. I think it goes up to 42 next year. So you're saying that's $21 million less. I mean, I know the cap goes up, so it's a little bit less, but I mean, $21 million, you have less to spend on free agents. You know, that's... that's. Oh, I'm sure he'll restructure. <laughs> Josh Allen's not even a top five paid quarterback now with the uh, Russell Wilson deal, which is crazy. It's 
it's crazy that Josh Allen's out of the top five now. Um, average annual value of their contract. Um, Fernando on Twitter brings up a great point. He says, the Bills win the Super Bowl if we beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, which has not been done. I think that would be huge. The Bills beat the Chiefs in the playoff. I mean, what's what's in their way, right? Maybe if the Broncos or the or the Chargers take the next step with their perspe- respective quarterbacks. Besides the Bills, I think the Chiefs are still the team to beat in the AFC. Agreed. Agreed. Well, they'll, they'll be able to take a look at him at week six. Ed in VA writes, assuming no major injuries to key players, the defense plays at the, as the number one defense again this year several high scoring offenses in the AFC along with the Bills defense along with the Bills the defense needs to limit them the Bills are lucky that they don't have to play the AFC West this year in my opinion I think that would be a huge disadvantage of course Peter Nana writes some of the young up-and-comers take another step Gabe Davis Dawson Knox Ryan Bates Spencer Brown Ed Oliver Greg Rousseau Tremaine Edmonds Kair Elam and Christian Benford may have if I like this one a lot. Specifically, what stuck out to me is Tremaine Edmonds. If Tremaine Edmonds takes the next step and becomes like that next level linebacker, I mean, this Bills defense is going to be it's going to be pretty dangerous. Yeah, I mean, he's still pretty young, so I mean, you know, I'm sure. What is he? How old is he this year? Do you know? It's like what, twenty three? Twenty three? Or I, I thought I heard nineteen. <laughs> I heard nineteen the last time. He's still he still would have been in, in a college age. I think he's actually gotten younger. Um Let's go, Bills. Writes, if the coaches don't, the Bills win the Super Bowl. If the coaches don't choke in the playoffs, every loss we've had, except the AFC Championship game, was because of bad defensive schemes. Going back to Houston, and of course the 13 seconds, coaching, coaching, coaching. Wow, I, you know, we didn't even mention that coaching getting in the way of Josh Allen or the Buffalo Bills in general. That's pretty. Uh, that's that's a really good one. Buffalo Bills hag writes. I love that she's like calling herself a hag. That's awesome. <laughs> hag, she's got the beer, beer uh, mug emojis. She says everyone stays healthy, and it's funny because that kind of goes in the fact that uh, the Bills have been really lucky with how healthy their their team has been, minus the Tre'Davious White injury. Like they've been very fortunate, all things considered. Dan Mitchell writes the Bills win a Super Bowl if a bear shits in the woods. That's a good one. <laughs> Dan's a man. This this kind of goes off what I said earlier. The Bills backer Sweden writes the Bills get the if the Bills win the Super Bowl if they get the AFC number one seed and the road to the Super Bowl goes through Buffalo. How much of those games if we if we thought the Bills go like let's say um, conservatively like fourteen and three with Josh Allen, what do they go with Case Keenum as their starting quarterback? Do they even make the playoffs with all the same team around him? Do they make? I bet you they go ten and seven with Case Keenum. I think the team around him might be that good, and that's enough to make the playoffs. I really like him as a backup. I think he's a really good backup relative yeah. to um, others in the league. I agree. Yeah, uh, I agree with both of you. I think they, they still make the playoffs. So we just have to hope. If for some reason, knock on wood, if hopefully Josh Allen never gets injured. If he gets injured, he's still back in time for the playoffs. That Case Keenum can. Uh, can get them there, which I think is, is, is definitely a possibility. I mean, he looked like he didn't look good in the preseason when he, you know, when he was playing with the second and third stringers, offensive line and, you know, running backs and receivers. But the few times he did get a chance to play with the ones, he looked good. I mean, he's a smart dude, multiple years of starting experience. He's taken the Vikings to the playoffs. 
Like, I think John mentioned earlier about the the Bills' running game improving. Like, I, you, of course, hate to see anything happen to Josh, but I, I would not be as concerned um, with the backup situation <laughs> like we would have been during the drought years or something like that. Like, I, I really like Keenum. I think this is the best backup they've had in a while, in my opinion. I think he's a better backup than Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Mitchell Trubisky a lot as a backup, but I think this is a step up. Couldn't you see now? I was I had uh, Buffalo Rumbling staff writer Sean Murphy on. Couldn't you see uh, Sam Darnold coming here next season? You know, after after his injury now with the Panthers, mm-hmm. like him getting a fresh start, him becoming like getting a that would be a good. I would I would I would like that backup. I like Case Keenum maybe a little bit better right now, maybe based on experience, but he's a veteran backup. But yeah, the original Hatriot writes the Bills don't win the Super Bowl if, and he writes the easy answers related. To the major key to winning, Josh Allen. But let's take this one step further, as injuries are impossible to predict. If Dable was truly an offensive mastermind and Dorsey isn't ready to fill his shoes, that will be a problem that will affect their the entire D. Yeah, that's a big he's a big X factor right now. Bills fans in Jets Bills fan in Jets land Pauly writes, the Bills don't win the Super Bowl if key starters miss more than five games which you kind of alluded to as well just jay jay who is at pnw bills writes the bills do not win the super bowl if gabe davis regresses from his postseason form man you don't have to you have to almost kind of consider he'd have to take a regression from that form because he scored what four touchdowns and 200 yards in his last playoff game but i get i get what he's saying i get what he's saying he's not saying just from that game if he does we'll have odell beckham waiting in the wings Dude, I love that the Bills are a destination now, right? Like guys taking, I would say, pay cuts to come here. Like they, they want to win a ring. They want to be successful. Bills are playing prime time. It's it's an exciting time for us fans and I think the players. Like what a, what a difference in mindset. You think that's one of the reasons maybe why the Bills were able to sign Sam Martin as their punter, I mean, the guy was like a top five, top ten punter from Denver. And, you know, he could have gone to a couple of different spots. And, you know, it was funny. Did you see that the uh, we were hoping at the time to get um, the Tennessee Titans all-pro kicker, Brett Kern, after he got released? Did you hear that? What had happened there? So, um, basically, he we're like, oh, well, he's gonna, he got cut for a rookie. And so the Bills are definitely going to get him. And then the Titans were like, hold on, wait a minute. Let's uh, let's wait to see how the season goes with the rookie, and if it doesn't go well, we'll re-sign you. <laughs> Did you see that? There was like the report coming out, right? Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> and uh, but he could just be content retiring, but maybe if he did, maybe he wants to stay in the area because he's older now, right? He's... Yeah, I think he's like thirty-four or something. <laughs> That's... I thought he was older than that, but he's yeah. But either way, like I mean, if if he is close to retirement, he could be thinking, "Well, I'll just retire. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll come back for Tennessee." But that's it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Yeah, it was just funny. Somebody brought up like the thing of like, I think it was Joe Miller, our own Joe Miller from the Overreaction podcast, and uh, and off tackle with John Fina. He's he was like, uh, that's like, in essence, of having your girlfriend dump you for a younger guy. And then she's like, hey, just so you know, 
if this younger, hotter guy than you doesn't work out, I'll want to get back together with you. <laughs> like, if it doesn't work out, let's let's see if we can get together. I was like, that's a perfect analogy. Joe Joe hit that one on the head. Um, but yeah, to, to Mike's point, the destination thing is is huge. For not only that, I I always think like obviously the Von Miller like stealing Von Miller away from the Rams, a place where he just won a Super Bowl that he was traded to, that he wanted to stay there, but and you had Aaron Donald on right next to you and. You know, instead, like you go to a place that you've never been before, just because you think you might be able to win, you know, your third Super Bowl with a third team, and uh, you know, and that not only that, but like you think about bringing Jordan Phillips back, bringing Shaq Lawson back, like guys that have been here that want to come back here again. I mean, it is pretty cool to see it as a destination. It's something we're not used to. We're used to players like trying to avoid the Buffalo Pills or turning them down, but this was this was a good one. So those were all of the uh, Super Bowl scenarios. Bills win the Super Bowl if. Bills don't win the Super Bowl if X happens. Those are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, We're going to try to do something cool um, over at our YouTube channel, which probably has like 10 subscribers for Circling the Wagons. Uh, podcast, which you can find on YouTube, just Google or just search it. Uh, we're gonna try to do a, a live stream of uh, of the game, kind of like a group watch, where you know we'll be on the on the camera, but you guys can chat and interact with us while we're watching the game, and then uh, we're gonna record after this uh, this game, the Bills Rams game. Uh, we'll be recording after that game to do a recap of it. Uh, we're going to try to do a lot more Twitter spaces this season so that you guys get a chance to add your voice to the podcast network, um, your thoughts on the game that that has happened. Uh, we're going to work on timing for those. So that one might be really late that night, but it's going to be good for people that are on the West Coast anyway. So for people on the West Coast, it'll be like 8 o'clock at night. For us, it'll be like 11 midnight or whatever. Uh, so watch for that. Uh Let's see if you are tailgating at all this season if you are you know uh a part of or if you you know you're dressing up for the game or you're doing anything pretty cool you want to include us on any cool pictures or whatever um just tag us in it we're at ctw pod on instagram and twitter um, those are our major platforms um it's like at circling the wagons pod just tag us in anything we will retweet it um and you know send it out to the thousands of people that follow us or whatever it is uh it's always cool to interact with you guys especially on game day tailgating um your your view from the seats whatever it is we'll retweet it uh and get that out to you you know we want to share them with other fans on social media as well um either through you know instagram stories or you know retweeting it on twitter so uh there is a uh a sale at our t public site so our t public site we have like I don't know, 40 or 50 different bills related designs there. There is a sale right now on Labor Day for 35% off. So it's $14 t-shirts, $16 long sleeve t-shirts, and I believe it's $36 hoodies. So check that out. You don't have to necessarily uh, buy a bill shirt there, but we have a lot of those on our store. It's tpublic.com slash stores slash ctwpod. Ctwpod is just straight across the board for everything we do. It's circling the wagons pod. Um, Our podcast this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago and they've been kind enough to sponsor us throughout this entire season um, I, I mentioned that we've recorded there several times we've been there several times I met Kelsey Grammer over at the uh, Delago Resort and Casino with my mom it was a cool cool experience um, I'm so angry that I didn't ask him about his sideshow Bob uh, thing I was asking him about Frazier cheers and I forgot to ask him about sideshow Bob and the, and the Simpsons and I was a freaking huge Simpsons fan growing up uh, but that was really cool. Uh, definitely check them out. You will 
enjoy that if you're driving through there or if you're in the area you can make the drive uh it's pretty central between rochester and syracuse uh it's it's a cool it's a cool place to be you'll you'll enjoy it a lot i think we're in good shape cool so signing off for john hey let's go bill 17 and all let's uh savor every win this year absolutely and for mike go bill what did we say the over-under was? <laughs> 11 and a half. So we'll we'll work on pulling out all our retirement funds. Oh, yeah. I just put in we'll a... We'll do uh, that offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YOLO it, right? Has anyone ever doubled their... It's not a YOLO if it's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's just, it's just sound financial decision-making. <laughs> Yeah. I've, Everybody I've, always says it's not financial advice, but it definitely is financial advice, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a lock. Yeah, a lock. Absolutely. So hopefully you guys are putting in a big bet like us on the uh, over on the 11 and a half wins. Uh, signing off for me, Nate. Go Bills. And we'll talk to you guys after the Bills-Rams game. Hey, I don't think you ever paid us for that push. <laughs> you for listening to the circling the wagons podcast download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service email us at ctwpod at gmail.com that's charlie tango whiskey pod at gmail.com follow us on facebook and twitter at ctwpod and most importantly go bills nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills mate. <laughs>